This is the Wildflower Bee Farm podcast for Sunday, October 11, 2020. I'm Hank, and thanks for tuning in. So this week I've got a, a couple of things to discuss. First is the Hive Report, and then we're going to talk a little bit about our first few days of attempting to install a digital monitoring of hives. Finish off by talking about the Wildflower um, of the week, I guess, or of the year, if you could, based on uh, the human sense. So as you know, as humans, we have the sense of touch, sight, hearing, smell, and taste. Which of those senses do you think this wildflower has? And I discuss it somewhat in length in this year, in this week's virtual visit to the farm at wildflowerbeefarm.com. Winter is coming. So if you take a walk around the farm, as I've done every day for the last little while, you'll notice that it doesn't, even though we know the weather appears to be cooler in the morning, cooler at night, and so on, the bees are acting like it's July. We continue to have uh, crimson clover just blooming everywhere. There's still white sweet clover. There still is a significant amount of white heath aster. And, and there's a significant amount as well of the, of the uh, New England aster. And, and so the, the bees have a lot to forage for. And you can just see them when you go that depending on the time of day and where the sun may be, they are just rocking. They, um, they are continuing to collect pollen and nectar. Um, and we're seeing that at all the hives. Uh, we're also seeing a lot of microclimate reactions. So some hives are very busy. And, you know, when you go around the corner and it may be a shaded area and there's nothing hardly happening. And it's because of the different temperatures in the area. In some cases, although we don't have external micro, um, you know, temperature um, monitors, it feels like it's it's 5 to 10 degrees difference just by going into a different section of the farm. We also installed different trail cameras for security purposes and also to keep track of some wildlife and see what's actually roaming around through the farm and other security measures. We hope to have the other fence side up uh, probably within the next week or two to just add added protection for the, for the property and the bees. Um, we also noticed that, uh, and we're going to be having some um, video um, field trips on this, we also noticed that the drones appear to be uh, being asked to leave the house, if you will. Uh, it's this time of the year when the drone, we're just amazed, I mean, I know we've seen them, but the difference in size between a drone and a worker bee is just, just, it, it's incredible. So to think that the the drones are being asked to leave because of the time of year and the food and the care it takes to, you know, to keep them there. It, it really does seem, though, when you think of the number of drones that are pushed out, uh, we really do wonder about their their role as just adding balance to the hive for most of the year. We are seeing with some of the drones, in one hive in particular, we did see some mite uh, infestations just on the drones. And so I went through a real dilemma. I thought, well, this is October, uh, mid-October. All the hives have been treated with formic or with thymol. So unless they were a very late split, or a swarmed hive, because the swarm hives were just getting established. Uh, so they were all treated mid-July, uh, toward the end of July, so that should have, you know, really taken care of, at least knocked down some of the mites. But So I had this dilemma, do I retreat that hive with formic, which would, uh, acid, which even though it's considered a natural treatment, it still has an impact on the bees. Um, the risk is you kill a queen, 
with the formic acid or you make life so difficult for them that they have a hard time then recovering after the formic period and, and getting ready for, ready for the winter. So I chose not to do that. And we, we know from our video recordings which hives uh, appear to have um, that problem just on the drones. We've not seen it yet on the worker bees, which suggests that the foragers do not have mites. And, and that suggests if we do have the mite population, it's not, which we probably do in every hive, but it's not significant enough to cause concern. We will see... Uh, and again, it was a dilemma. Uh, this hive was treated with formic, the one in particular that I'm thinking of. And um, a number of the other hives with drones, have we have not seen any indication of, of mites on those drones. So it's going to be a, a bit of a challenge as we work our way uh, through that. But we're going to have to be patient, I think, and wait till the spring. The new... Um, uh, moisture blankets we installed on all the hives and, and if you're a member at wildflowerbeefarm.com you probably saw a number of the episodes where we were doing that. We still have a number of them we will post because that's one of the few times we actually open up a hive to see what's inside and how things are going. They have propolized a great deal of the area uh, including some of the uh, screening so it's going to be an interesting spring as we try to take that, open that on occasion to take care of the bees and to um, either add a box or take uh, and split the, or split them to create new hives. The digital uh, equipment that arrived this week, we were testing some uh, digital equipment um, that is absolutely brand new and it had to go back to the basic uh, shop to be rejigged and reinvented so we had some brood minders come in just to take up some of the slack so we're we are somewhat struggling i'm finding that it's it's somewhat difficult to get the readings we have a cellular system installed as well so that in a very isolated area we can collect the data and it's likely uh, we're going to need to take some time to 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 reinstall and relook at this because we've had a very difficult uh, uh, weekend that i'll talk about in a moment um and, and just to finish on, on the farm, uh, this week at the wildflowerbeefarm.com, I just downloaded the virtual field trip for the week, and we talk about, I talk about the, the cutting of grass in our ditches and what that does to the habitat for our bees. And then we, we switch to a wildflower, the evening primrose, and we look at what the science says about what human sense does this flower have and what, what happens when it does um, experience certain things. And I think it's really fascinating to know that a wildflower can have one of the senses that we as humans have. So that's explained briefly at the uh, virtual uh, field trip to the wildflower bee farm that I just posted. Become a member. You can even do a 30-day free trial. and we There's a code there, and it's very easy to do. Just go in, log in, and become uh, a part of our community. Just to close, and this will be a, a brief comment. So, so this week on Friday, we had a very... Um, I, I guess expected but tragic event where uh, my mom, who's been living on the wildflower bee farm for 95 years uh, through it being a cherry farm and then later when uh, it became just recently more of a share crop kind of uh, corn and soybean operation and just this past year when we converted it to a, started the conversion to a wildflower bee farm she passed away at the age of 95 in her house on the farm so it was um, even though it's often expected at that age you still um, have to deal with what happens and, and the feelings and the emotions and and I think being around the bees has been very therapeutic for me 
Um, it's been, um, you know, I, it's very easy for me to try to help other people, but when we, um, and if you're a helper, you know, you know, that feeling that you then have an experience yourself that you have to work yourself through. And sometimes it's great to have good friends who comment and family, of course, but also some connection to nature and, and, and bees and animals, because it gives you that escape and that sense of connection. And I think through that loss this week, um, more of a connection to the spirit, spiritual aspects of, of the, um, the animals, the, the, the bees on the farm and the entire ecosystem when you go for a walk and just experience what nature has. So we're very um, honored and blessed to be able to continue to, to push through with the legacy of what we're doing here on the farm and creating a place that's special and different, uh, respecting the history of the past, but also being uh, considerate of the needs of the future. I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. You have an amazing day, and I look forward to speaking and talking uh, with you next week again about our amazing bees. Have a good one. Be well.